All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Healing School. Healing School is a place where people come to hear and to be healed. That's right, to hear and to be healed. Amen. Now, this is so important because the Bible says, so then faith cometh by hearing, and mm. hearing by the word of God. Did you know what you hear? You have faith to receive? Because how? By hearing. So you have to observe. Be very particular about what you hear. Okay? So uh, today we are talking about the healing ministry of Jesus. About what? The healing healing ministry of of Jesus. Jesus. Now, let's go to the book of John. John chapter 21. Now get your Bibles, get pen and paper, and get ready to take some real good notes. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is this is very important. All right, John chapter 21 in verse 25. And there also there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which if they should be written every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. Now, we have that we know of 19 different events of uh, healings that Jesus performed. 19 of them. Hmm. If we had them all, like the scriptures say, there's not a book big enough to contain them all. Okay? Yes. Now, this is important because you keep hearing us say, pay attention to what? Words. Which also mean pay attention to the details. So it is very important to do that because if we study what Jesus did and how he did it, then we can receive what he did. And we can also minister it to other people. Are you following me here? Absolutely. We can do that. But If we are not paying attention to the details, we cannot go back and mimic what he did. And again, it is very important, very serious that we learn how Jesus operated, how he functioned is so important because many people are 
not sick because sickness is just out of control. You would think it is, but it's not. Many people, they're sick for different reasons. But the main number one reason is Jesus said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. What they don't know. What they don't know is overtaking them. What they don't know is causing them to die prematurely. Absolutely. What they don't know is making their lives miserable. Remember, you have a thief out here. Hmm. He's called the devil. And what does the Bible say in St. John chapter 10 and verse 10? The thief come to rob, in order to rob, steal, kill, and destroy. But in that same 10th verse, look what Jesus said. But I have come. See? But I have come. So that you and I, that they may have what? Life. Amen. Not death life and have it more abundantly. Now, in order to do that, we need to find out what Jesus said about sickness. That's right. We need to observe what he said. <clears throat> we need to pay attention to the details. So we can go back and do what he did. You said, you said well, Brother Elder, uh, uh, Sister Elder, you mean to tell me, y'all are telling us we can do what Jesus did? That's what the word of God said. That's what he said. Jesus said, the works that I do shall you do. In greater works. Wow. Amen. Amen. Because I go to my father. You see it? Yes. So it's important. Listen, it's very important to become a student of the word. Hmm. You know what a student of the word is? A disciple. It's a disciple. And listen, it thrills the heart of God that you show up here in this healing school. That's right. Yeah. And you see, what, what needs to happen is, watch this, and I believe many of you are, you need to get thrilled about the word of God. When you get thrilled about the word of God, it doesn't take you very long to receive the word of God, to understand and receive the word. <clears throat> you see? Amen. You can come on in, prophet, any way you want. Amen. Praise God. Now, let's look at Matthew chapter 4 and verse 23. Are you getting this this morning? Praise God, yes. Matthew, Matthew 4 and verse 23. Matthew 4 and 23 says, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom 
and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Healing all kinds of sickness, healing all kinds of disease amongst the people. So it is God's will to heal you then, huh? Praise the Lord. There was a man who went to Jesus and he said, Master, I know that you can, but I don't know if you will or not. Mm. Well, Jesus solved that right quick for him. Jesus said, I will. Come now on. you be clean. Mm. In other words, you be made whole right now. I will. And mm -hmm. still yet saying today, I will be clean. I will. Mm -hmm. Now, folks, listen. If you're not sure about the will of God, look in his word and see what Jesus said. If you're not sure whether it's Jesus talking or not, get you a Bible where what Jesus said is written in red. Somebody say, read the red stuff. All right now. You will see what Jesus said. Now, if anybody know, who is it? It's Jesus. Come on. Now, but, but here's, here's some more good news. Jesus said, I have come to do the will of my father. All right now. How do you, you might say, well, Brother Elder, how do you know what the will of God is? Do you know what the, your will is? Mm. Your will is what you are saying. That's your will. Well, God's word is God's will. Mm. Are you listening to me? Yes. God's word is God's will. God never works separate and apart from his will, which is his word. Psalms 107 and verse 20 declares, he sent his word and healed them. What did he do? He sent his word. And Jesus is the word of God personified. Okay? Uh, all right now. Now, so he sent his word. Mm -hmm. So that's why Romans chapter 10 in verse 17 declare, so then faith cometh how? By hearing. All right. Write that word hearing down. Mm. So faith cometh how? By hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Mm. Now, again, you're going to have faith for what you are hearing. Okay? You can't say, well, I'm believing God for my healing, but talk against it. Because, watch this. You are nullifying everything that you say you believe in God for. Everything that you done prayed for. You, you've been praying for your healing. You don't wrap that out with what you what you were saying. You cannot. It doesn't work. It will work against you. Mm. 
for you to say, by his stripes I'm healed. And then you, you know, somebody asks you, well, how you doing? Oh, you just don't know. I just feel like giving up. Well, you stop your healing when you said that. Why? The Bible said we are world overcomers. That's what we are. But now watch this here. Did you know your words have power? Pay attention to the details. They, they, they did the study uh, a few years ago on plants. They had two plants. One plant, they spoke nice to it, talking about how pretty it is, how beautiful it is. Gave it a little bit water, gave it a little bit food. Do you know why they was right there looking at that plant? The leaves begin to like, it was kind of stretch out. It was trying to, you know, just blossom. Why? Words, the right words. The Bible say, how forceful are right words? See, your words have power. Now, again, Psalms 107 and verse 20, he sent his word and healed them. Okay? Now, they took that plant out of the room. Okay? Yes. They brought another plant in. They spoke harsh words to that, around that plant and to that plant. They didn't feed that plant any. They didn't give that plant no water. Even though it was already watered. Okay? The plant looked nice when they brought it in there. It was healthy. But let me tell you, the leaves were standing up. It was pretty. Yes. But when they got through speaking to that plant, the leaves were drooping down. The plant had begun to die. And they were so amazed at that. Well, isn't that what Jesus said? So when faith come. Amen. By hearing. See, listen. If you speak debt, if you keep speaking the problem, you know what's going to happen? You've got a problem. But you can speak life to your sick body and cause things to, be, to come alive. Yes, you can. See, the Bible says, that for the word of God is quick. Uh, what is that? Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. For the word of God is quick, mean alive. It's right. active. It's active. It's alive. For the word of God is quick, sharp. Powerful than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing. Did you hear that dividing word? Yes. Even to the dividing asunder of what? Soul and spirit. There's a difference between your spirit and there's a difference between your soul. They both are not the same thing. They're not. 
But now watch this here. Words are, they have force, they have power to it. Yes, they do. Your words affect your body, whether you feel it, whether you think it or not, you think so or not. Yes, ma'am and yes, sir, it's affecting you. It's even, listen, your words could even affect those around you. Absolutely. See, that's why Jesus said, you can have what you what you say. Okay. Now, listen, Jesus said, by his stripes, we are what? We are healed. He said, you are healed. Mm -hmm. But now watch this here. It's powerful. As Jesus is, he have all power, right? All right. Did you know you can stop the flow of his power? I can? Yeah. Say something other than what he have said. He said you heal. Well, I don't feel healed. And people wonder why this. Another scripture says, by your words, you shall be justified, mean declared right, or by your words, you shall be what? Condemned. 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 Yes, your words will condemn you. Listen, you do something wrong. A lot of people think God is condemning them and convicting them. He's not. It's your own heart. Mm. It's your own heart. It's not God. See, the scripture says in Romans chapter 8 and verse 1, there's therefore now what? No condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the five senses, in other words, the flesh, mm -hmm. but after the what? The spirit. Mm. After the what? The spirit. The Condemnation <clears throat> will make you sick if you hold on to it, and it will keep you sick. Mm. Condemnation is designed to keep you right there where you are. Right there. Come on. It's bondage to hold you back. Jesus God sent Jesus to heal you. Mm. Condemnation is not a work of God. It's a work of the flesh and the devil. Mm. Okay? Amen. That's very important to understand. Very important. Let's look at prophet. If you don't have anything there. Yeah, I could put something there. Come on. You know, I like what you're saying uh, about um, the ministry of Jesus and how, you know, the words are vitally important. But I'd like to point out, you know, in that verse right there uh, in the King James and Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom mm -hmm. and healing. You notice the order there. He went about, first of all, teaching. And then he went about what? 
preaching. And then finally, he went about what? Healing. Yes. And it says healing the sick and all manner of disease among the people. And, and what you've been saying for so, you know, about this, it, I just wanted to highlight that is because words are vitally important. What if he just shown up and said nothing? But that's not what he did. He taught like over in Luke chapter six, verse 18, they came to hear Jesus. They came to hear and to be healed. Many times we don't want to hear anything. We just want to That's show right. up to be healed. Yeah. But the notice the teaching comes first. That That's was the ministry of Jesus. He came to show us the kingdom. He came to show us his father's kingdom. I'm going to look at that same verse, Apostle, over in the CEV. Mm -hmm. And it says, Jesus went all over Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the good news about God's kingdom. See that? Yes. He also, watch this, healed. See, also, in addition to teaching, he also healed every kind of disease and sickness. And then verse 24 News about him spread all over Syria. Well, what did they hear? They heard what he said. They heard the teaching. And people with every kind of sickness or disease was brought to him. Some of them had a lot of demons in them. Wow. O others were brought and thought to be crazy. But still others and others, there were still others who could not walk. But Jesus healed them all. And the last, and then the verse 25 says, large crowds followed Jesus from Galilee and the, all the region round about the city from Decapolis. They all came from Jerusalem, Judea, and from across the Jordan River. Think about that. Mm -hmm. That's good. What were they coming for? They heard something. You see how powerful teaching is? That's Thank right. God for preaching. Thank God for all the other uh, parts of the body of Christ, the, 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 the healing, the preaching, the teaching. But the teaching is foundational. It's the key. So we have to make sure that we are focusing in on the word of God. Making sure we hear his word. So we can what? Observe to what? Do it. That's right. Do the word of God. And so I just wanted to point that out because that is vitally important to your healing. You have to, first of all, hear what God is saying. If you yes. don't know the word of God, how can you have faith for something you don't know about? Amen. You can't. Amen. You cannot have faith for it. So we have to get ourselves. We have to reprogram ourselves the way we think the way we've been brought up in this world system to think it's not the right thing to do it's 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 inappropriate and so when we are born again the first thing they tell us to do is to what renew our minds and when you renew your mind the first thing you're going to want is you're going to find out that you're going to find yourself doing is what listening to the word of god 
listening to the word of God, hearing what God has to say. That's right. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Where is he? So I love this apostle, the healing minister of Jesus. But look at what, see, that's what he came to do, came to heal. That was the ultimate goal. But how did he go about it? Mm -hmm. It says he, he started teaching in their synagogues. Yes. Yes. Now, 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 now start that scripture over. I'm, and in I'm the gonna, CEV? Uh, in the CEV? In the yeah. CEV? Or, yeah. Yes. Okay. In the, in the CEV says, Jesus went all over Galilee, Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the good news about God's kingdom. He also healed every kind of disease and sickness. Now, that's good. But let's pay attention to words here. Hmm. Did you see the word good? Yes, the good news about God's kingdom. And watch this here. What is the good news about God's kingdom? Sick. Sick. You don't, you don't have, have to, be, to be, sick be sick anymore. Anymore. See? Now, let's look at something here. Acts 10 and 38. It's Acts 10, 38, King James Version. It says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Pay attention mm -hmm. to the words. Pay attention to details here. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Here it is. Who went about doing good. And healing. And healing. All. Not some, but all. That all include you here in this healing school this morning. He didn't heal you. Healing all, watch this, that was oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Here's what I want you to see. Pay attention to this. Notice how he connected good with healing. Yes, he did. You see it? In That's both awesome. verses, in both go, verses, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Uh -uh. He, in in both, both verses, I was just going to say, in both verses, he connected good with healing or healing with good. And that's, in, that's very important to recognize, to see. Go ahead, Prophet. I was only going to say the same thing, but bring it out a little bit <laughs> because you were talking about he connected it, but really and truly you said he went about doing good and healing. The good was the teaching. Yes. The good was the teaching. He went about teaching and healing. He went about doing good. So you could change that good into teaching because that's, that's right. what it is. Listen, if you don't understand how good teaching the word of God is, you can never understand. You will never get in position to receive your healing because you don't understand how good teaching really is. That's thank right. God for preaching. I thank God for preaching because preaching you know, it, it what it, it strengthens us. It strengthens Amen. us. It, it 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 encourages when you hear good teaching. You know, your your emotion. You're up. I mean, you're up. You're encouraged. You're you're praising. You're worshiping because 
It's touching your spirit. That's right. But teaching grounds you. Are you listening to me? That's right. Teaching grounds you. <coughs> what is that? Teaching helps you to stand firm in what you believe. Yes. Teaching helps you to understand what it is that you are now partakers of, and that is the kingdom of God. That's right. Teaching helps you to go from point A to point B with what? Understanding. Understanding. Absolutely. That's right. That's good. Did we read Matthew 9 and 35? Not yet. All right. Now, we trust that you are writing these scriptures down. Even though they're going into the podcast. And you need to get over there and hear this again and again and again and again. See, faith come at how? By hearing. Your healing will come. Because of what you have faith for. A lot mm -hmm. of times we hear so much unbelief and so much junk. It's like going outside and turning your garden hose on. Okay. Here you have a, here your doggy bowl is full of uh, insects, all kind of insects. You don't want to put your hand at and touch that. You really don't have to. Turn that water hose on, on the garden hose. And let that water just run in that bowl. What is that water going to do? It's going to flush out. It's going to run out all those bugs. See, you didn't have to touch them. The water was strong enough powerful enough to run those insects out of that doggy bowl. Where are the insects now? They're gone. Here's the point I'm trying to get you to see. Pay attention to words now. The word of, look, Jesus, God said he sent his word and healed us. He sent what? His word. What we need to do is receive the word, receive the details of what it's saying. So then faith coming by what? Hear it. You need to hear it and hear it. It's like running that water hose till you run all that sickness and disease out of your body, until you run all that doubt out of your mind. Are you getting this today? See, the word of God will flush all of that stuff out of you. Somebody say, well, how come I'm not healed yet? Listen, let me help you. Because you may not feel healed, don't have anything to do with it. You're looking at symptoms. And that's what it is, is symptoms. Child of God, listen. No sickness, no disease is more powerful than God. Now, 
He said he sent his word and healed you and delivered you from whatever your diagnosis is. Here's what you want to do. Yes, Lord, I receive that. Did you hear me? Yes, Lord, I receive that. It's important. See, a lot of people come trying to get something. Watch this here, prophet, that they already have. He said he. Well, that goes that goes back to what I was sharing a few minutes ago. Yes. Teaching the word brings in discernment. It helps you to understand what it is you have. If we, if you, if you have not been taught about healing and what Jesus actually died to provide for you at Calvary, you won't have any idea. You, how can you know this? That's right. See, so you say they're coming asking for something they already have. Yes, they already have healing. Yes, they already have deliverance. Yes, they already have prosperity. But watch this. If you don't know about it, you've never been taught these things. Think about a baby. That's right. A little baby that comes into the world. Yes. They don't know anything. They're innocent. They, they, they give any, any, the first thing you give them, anything you give them, where they put it, apostle. In their mouth. In the mouth. Everything goes in the mouth. A baby could crawl around a big rattlesnake and there's no fear in that child. None. Because he doesn't know what that is. That's you, right. They might see an insect. Uh, a big roach or whatever. First thing they want to do is catch it and put it in their mouth. Yes. Because they haven't been taught the dangers of those kinds of things. Now, once you teach them, and as children grow in the world and in the things that are around them in their environment, then you will see their uh, corresponding actions to the right actions that they should take. But if you don't teach them, they don't know. Babies don't even know how to walk. They don't know how to talk. They don't know how to do anything. Well, think about born into the kingdom of God. The Bible says in our last scripture, it says he came to teach them about the kingdom, the good news of the kingdom of God. But what is the good news of the kingdom of God if you haven't been taught? Mm-hmm. You don't know it. That's right. And so if you don't know it, how can you how can you benefit from something you don't even know about? See, and so that's why teaching is so vitally important in the kingdom of God. You have to find out what you have. And the word of God will do just that if we will, if we will submit to it. You see, babies, when we first come into the world as bo- newborn babies, we have no, no resistance. We have no you know, there is nothing that a baby can do against you. But once you become a grown man, a woman in the flesh, then we do have these, these, these barricades around us, these force fields. You know, you've learned how to tune people out. You've learned, you have choices. You can go here, you can go there. And so that's what sometimes make it so difficult, Apostle, because we've been program the wrong way to hear the wrong things to think the wrong thing absolutely and so now we have all these force fields we have all these barriers we have all these misconceptions that we're dealing with 
And should I go here? Should I go there? Should I listen to this? I? And so making the right choice to follow Christ sometimes is the problem. Mm-hmm. We heard we heard without calling a name because that's not my point. A man shared with us the other day that that he was speaking to someone. And, and you know, it's a person who claims to be saved. He said he could he's confessing his salvation. He's he's sure he's saved. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, this person who's a member of our ministry, he said he was trying to talk to that person you know, about some of the things that he believed. This person believed that we should take all the people that's coming into the borders in Texas. And when they start crossing the water, put some kind of force field down there and electrocute all of them. How sad. He said, that's what we should do. Because he's very upset about people coming into our country. So he's saying, kill them all, kill them on the spot. Now, here, watch this. I'm only using that to say this. Well, let me go back before I move to make the point that I was making with him. So, and then, so the member of the ministry said to this person, you know, that is, that's wrong. That's, you got to forgive. You you forgive? What What are you talking about? And so he tried to teach him the love of God and forgiving. He said, and this man said to our member, he said, you know what? If the if the pastor in my church got up and started talking about some forgiving, he said, the first thing I'm gonna do is get my wife's hand and we walking out that door and we're never coming back. Think about that for a moment. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that startled me when I heard it, but not not really, because I knew what I was dealing with. Just the hearing of it is harsh, but I knew what I was dealing with. What is that? But now remember, this person said that they are saved, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, think about that. I'm not trying to doubt their salvation, but something's wrong with that person's heart. Can you see it? That's right. Something's wrong with that person's heart. There's Absolutely. no teaching there. There's no, no. teaching. And, and watch this. All wrong said, teaching. He said he wouldn't even listen to his own pastor. That's the point I'm trying to make. Mm-hmm. Some of us have grown up with so much, so many misconceptions and, and wrong thinking till when the truth shows up, you can't even convince them to listen to the truth. That's the point I'm trying to make. That's right. That's right. But the but we must make sure that we are submissive to God. The Bible says Abraham was fully persuaded. Are you fully persuaded this morning when you hear the word of God? Are you can you say that once I hear the word of God? Can you say that once I see it in the Bible for myself and it, and it is explained to me and it is taught properly that you will receive it? Child of God, cuz that's that's what makes the difference. That's and right. those of us who what are healed and those of us who are not healed. Remember, they came to hear. You got to make sure you want to hear the gospel. Give God a chance. We've given everybody else a chance. Why won't we sit and listen to the teachings of of the gospel? Why won't we submit to that? But he said, no, I'm not going to even listen to anybody talking about some forgiveness. I'm just going to gather up my wife and we're getting up out of there. Really? There you go. There you go. Teaching grounds us. Yes. And it sets us on the right path. 
You've been on the wrong path all your life. Eye for eye and tooth for you, you know, you tit for tat. You hit me, I'm going to hit you harder. You've been on the wrong path. Jesus came to show us the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. You know, right over there in Matthew chapter five and verse 44, he told us what to do with our enemies, right, Apostle? That's right. He said, you've heard it said that you should love your, your neighbor and hate your enemy. He said, but I came to tell you something else. See, get watch this. I came to tell you to love your enemy. See, yeah. Jesus came with the good news, with the mm -hmm. good news of the gospel. And, and this is where you, you want to pay attention to the details that he's given. Are you listening? He said, you've heard that, you've heard that, but here's what I came to tell you. And all I'm asking you this morning, will you at least listen to Jesus? Will you at least sit and let him tell you the right things so you can be healed? Child of God, he's not a liar. He will never lie to you. Yes, it sounds foreign to us because we've been taught so many things that are contrary to, well, let me put it to you like this. You want to go into that new kingdom? Well, we have to learn the new rules. He said, you've heard all your life, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. He said, but I say, love the enemy. Pray for those people who do wrong. Come on. Yeah. You're going into the kingdom of God. And That's then right. all these blessings will be added unto you. That's we can't right. get in God's kingdom talking about electrocuting people in the waters. You can't get into God's kingdom talking about, you know, shooting people the birdie every day. Somebody jumps in front of you on the highway and you giving them the finger, the middle finger, cursing people out. And we can't get, guys, we can't get into the kingdom that way. I don't yeah. know about you, but I want in. Jesus came to, to teach us some good news. Why? He knew we didn't know it. Come on. He knew right. we didn't. We didn't know it. We've been taught the wrong things. Yes. And so we just believe in God with you this morning that what you're hearing, not Larry, not Helen, we have no heaven or hell to put you in. But what we do have is we have the good news to tell you about. That's right. So you can receive the good news, you can believe it, and your bodies will be healed. God is not a liar. Amen? Right. He's not a liar. And Jesus was his representative in the earth. And Amen. so are we. So are we. That's right. That's right. See, the scripture says, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Let the weak say what? I'm strong. The scripture also say, be strong in the Lord, in the power of his, of his might. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you do that? You cannot be strong in the Lord without being strong in his word. See? It's impossible to be strong Amen. in the Lord without being strong in his word. He sent his word and did what? And healed you. And we can Amen. take that word. Amen. Yes. And walk oh. in it. But you got to walk in it by faith. That's right. See, it's all by faith. You say, how can I love my enemy? By faith, you can. 
Yes. I sh- I've been sharing this because God gave me this revelation a couple of months ago. And he said, you know, I walked around for years saying God said it. I believe it. And that settles it. But God touched me and he said, how can that settle it, Helen? So really, I had to change that confession because he showed me some things. And the new confession is God said it. I believe it. And I take it by faith. That's right. Child of God, that's how you're going to get your bodies healed. That's how you get everything done. You have to take God's word by faith. to, To hear something like that is foreign to you. Love your enemies. Love your enemies. Are you serious? Love my enemies. Love my enemies. Pray for them. Are you serious? See, watch this. You got to take that by faith. Yes. Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. Faith is everything in the kingdom of God. Everything is, you got to take it by faith. You Mm got to take your healing by faith this morning. You got to take it by faith. Listen, you can't wait to see something because that's the world system. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. No, you got to take it by faith. And if you take it by faith, then you will see it. Yes. Did you catch that? You got to take your healing by faith this morning. You got to you got to touch your body where the problem area is and say, thank you, Father. I'm healed. Why? Because Jesus died to provide my healing in Calvary. And I take it by oh, faith. Jesus. Amen. He was cru- He was wounded for my transgressions. Come on. He was bruised. For my guilt and my iniquities and the chastisement of my peace was what laid on him and by his stripes, I'm healed. I take that by faith. Are you listening to me? You can't wait to see the healing and then say I'm healed. No, you got to take it by faith. That's the concept behind I take it by faith. That's right. I take it by faith. That's the concept behind Mark 11 and 23. God said, speak to the mountain. Come on and tell the mountain to what? Be removed and be cast into the sea. And then he said, watch this. Doubt not in your heart. But yes. what? Believe. Believe. What, does that word, what does that word believe mean? It means I take it by faith. Yes. That's good. Doubt not in your heart means I take it by faith. Child of God, you've got to get used to that word. You've got to get used to saying that. You got to get you and watch this. The blessing must be spoken. If you're not going to say, I take it by faith, you will never get it. You will never see it because saying I take it by faith is what brings it into your manifestation. What causes it to manifest in your life. You'll be going down, down, you know, the, into your day, doing whatever it is you do on a daily basis. And you'll be looking for that. You, you never know when it left your body, but it, it, it left. It left because you keep saying, I take it by faith. You keep Absolutely. saying it. I, the woman with the issue of blood, the Bible says she kept saying in the Amplified. And she kept saying, and she kept saying, and she kept, what, 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 what did she keep saying? If I could just touch the hem of his garment, if I could just touch it, I'll be healed and I'll be made whole. And then you know what? She got out and she did it. She got out of that house and she did it. Didn't she, Apostle? That's and right. she had exactly what she had been saying. That's what right. are you saying? What are you saying? I know it's a fact that the sickness is in your body. It's a fact. But child of God, what we've been talking to you, the good news, that's the truth. Yes. That is the truth. And unless you reprogram your speaking and your thinking, 
to line up what Jesus came to tell us about, we can never take it. We would never see our healing that way. You've got to take this by faith. Thank God for medical science. Thank God for medical doctors. Thank God for technology. They know the, they know the facts. But we know someone who knows the truth. Glory and the Jesus. truth is the word of God. Amen. Can you take that by faith? Can you take that by faith? Can Amen. you leave the line in this healing school this morning saying, I take my healing by faith? I promise you, we'll have so many testimonies that we won't have time for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, Prophet, again, a lot of people, they approach God trying to get him to do something. Yes. But that again, he's already done. He has already done it. Now, what you want to do is receive. We must take it by faith. Amen. We must take this word that we're hearing this morning. It may sound a little, I'm not sure of this to you. It may sound a little foreign to you. It may sound a little impossible to you. But it's the word of God. It's the news. It's the good news of the kingdom that he came to teach, to share with us. The Bible says he came teaching the good news of the kingdom. Isn't that good news? <clears throat> to me, it's good news. Amen. Because before Jesus came, we didn't even have a way of escape. We didn't even have a way of, uh, of being included in the blessing of the kingdom of God. But Jesus came, praise God. And and because of his sacrifices, because of his ultimate sacrifice, I'll put it that way, we are now part amen, of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It includes us. Glory to God.